Welcome, fellow nerds, gamers, tabletop lovers, and everyone else in between to Season 3 of RNGPC. We are a character creation Dungeons & Dragons podcast where we create brand new characters that you can take into your games and worlds. Every Sunday, we go live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash RNG underscore PC to record what you are hearing now and hang out with all of you. Be sure to follow us so you can be part of the character creation process as well. Without further ado, my name is Nathan, and this is my co-host, Jake. How's it going, Jake? Hello. It is going well. That was a new intro. It was. Wow. New season, new intro. New, you know, new season. New year, new you. Yeah, new us. I mean, it's February at this point into it, so it's like, you know, it's been a new year. New phone, who dis? <laughs> Everything new. Everything's new. I got new pants. Everything is new. It's all exciting. You got new pants? I'm sure that's, that's not completely false. I don't, I'm not, I don't know if I'm wearing them currently. I didn't get any new pants. I'm sorry. Um, How long is a pair of pants new for? Uh, I think that's all in the eye of the beholder. Because yeah. if you haven't bought, a, do you need to buy a, a an additional new pair of pants for the old new pair of pants to become old? Then, like, are they just new until you have a newer pair? Or is there a certain point within the the new pair's life where you know it needs to be put down for its mm. betterment? Mm. and health and then then, then wow. it becomes an old pair of pants wait so you, even before you've bought a new pair are you suggesting that deeming a pair of pants old is putting it down oh uh, yeah <laughs> do, I you, think so. do you not wear pants once they're no longer new to you because <laughs> i feel like um, putting down I mean, means done it's gone it's no longer being used if i'm buying new pants then there is something unworthy about the old <laughs> new pair of pants do you have one pair of pants <laughs> I have two pairs of pants. That's it? Yeah. Wow. You don't dude, I could wear I wear one pair of pants like a week and a half at a time. I mean, I wear my jeans pretty, you know, consistently as well. It's like I don't wash them that frequently because you don't need to. I just kinda like will get stains and shit off them and then like but I have like three pairs of jeans that I'll cycle through. And then I have khakis and I have black pants. And then I have a Yeah, it's because you're basic as fuck. I these are gifts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? That you probably asked for. I have not bought clothes for myself and i don't know actually no i bought this t-shirt i'm currently wearing last year during the pandemic online (laughs) (laughs) i'm just there's definitely a line though there's definitely a line to where a new pair of pants becomes an old pair of pants before you have purchased a new pair of pants how old is your newest pair of pants um i bought my newest pair of pants i bought when um uh obama was changing rooms no changing rooms were still not available to the public because of the pandemic. Oh, okay. So that was like in the. I remember early... having. I remember having. The, I remember having so to wait. go to Kohl's twice because I bought a pair that were too big and went back to exchange them and got another pair of pants. How dire was the situation that Mister? I have two pairs of pants. Decides that mid-pandemic, I need a pair now. I only had one. I only had one pair during the pandemic, <laughs> and I don't like when the my. Um, <laughs> I don't like when the cuffs, like the bottom of my pants, start to get frayed. That's that's to me when pants become old, an old pair of pants. Oh, if the, wow. my cuffs are permanently like grayed and, and frayed and look like I'm, a, you know, a middle schooler wearing Hot Topic pants that drag on Whoa. the floor every fucking step you take. Hot Topic is not just, that is a way of life, sir. You will not drag <laughs> that through the mud. Like the bottom of those pants were. <laughs> What are we talking about? I did not think one throwaway line about new pants would lead to this whole in-depth there's <laughs> discussion. A, there's, a, there's a there's a there's a definitely a science to old pair versus new pair of pants. I think it's, there's a ratio. There's something there. Is there? I don't I don't think anyone's yeah. dying for this type of like 
solution right now in the world. Like, there would be peace if we could all just agree on when a pair of pants becomes old. You don't know, dude, because no one's ever tried. <laughs> you know the people who change the world? People who try new things. You know, I think there's people that don't have pants in the world. I think this conversation comes from a place of privilege. <laughs> Everyone's got at least something. What defines a pair of pants? I, I, Does a pants going, have to cover your entire leg? I think going beneath the knee. That's, that's Could my underwear be considered pants? If they go beneath your knee. It's just a word. All words are made up, Jake. That, oh, don't you dare throw my own faci- uh, fucking terminology. What is that? Uh, no, what, what am I trying to think here? Your philosophy? Philosophy. Thank you. Don't help me know what I'm trying to sound smart as saying. Words. <laughs> I smart. You know help. <laughs> Anyways, we're back. <laughs> New Year, same shit. Pants. <laughs> And pants. Apparently, Nathan still has, doesn't have new pants. I do have new pants. Uh, My pants, I think, are still new. Okay, I've gotten new pants since we stopped recording. Oh, no, I've not gotten new pants. <laughs> I feel like we now on Twitch need to have a check-in on who's how new pants are. <laughs> Any new pants? <laughs> no? Okay. Pants check? <laughs> um, but Pants check. To that point, as we were talking about the new intro, um, yes, we are focusing now in season three uh, in 2022 on trying to be a Twitch first, I, don't, I guess, podcast still, but like entertainment platform, I guess, probably a better way of saying it. Um, we are still going to be uploading podcasts here, wherever you are currently listening. Um, and on top of that, though, we've, I think it was mainly... All of, I know all of season two, but did we record any of season one on Twitch? Like towards the no. end? Um, no. Oh, we didn't. Okay. Um, and anyways, so all of last year we we did the normal thing where Nathan and I will call each other via Discord, um, look at each other's beards while we talk, um, and we just started streaming that on Twitch, and we really enjoyed that and like the community and people we would interact with and talk with there. And what we decided this time around this season is instead of trying to keep the podcast feeling like it's just not interacting with twitch we're going to interact with twitch throughout the recording um so if we do refer to chat or certain usernames or things like that um it's because we're we're trying to focus on growing that there and we would love if if you are available on sunday mornings and want to just come see us mess around live and have ideas or interact that's that's where it's, it's twitch.tv uh, slash rng underscore pc um and yeah and we're gonna be just on there and just just i think trying to stay fun and because i think we got stressed before i think there was times when we were recording and we were trying to also do the twitch stuff and act like it wasn't happening and that just kind of made it not as fun so like in in, in the name of fun <laughs> we're trying to make it i think it's stressed i think it's stressed you out okay well we're, what were you doing with twitch nate I would look at the chat and be like, oh, that's a good idea. And if I yeah. wanted to use it, I'd say, hey, Jake, mm-hmm. I have an idea. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> me over here having to run all of OBS, actually make sure we, we spend a half hour before actually starting recording right now trying to figure out how cloud, CloudBot works again because your boy is not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the, the, the main takeaway from this intro and reintroduction to all of you in the podcast world is that um, we're here and uh, we're going to be doing Twitch stuff. So just if you've, it's not going to change anything, I feel like. I think it'll be fun, um, and we're actually going to do it, do we want to talk about the schedule a little bit that we're changing as well now? No, because it's not consistent. 
Just follow no. us on Twitch, and when we go live, you'll uh, you'll get a notification. I don't mean this. It's as I simple as that. I don't mean the schedule of us streaming on Twitch weekly. I meant the podcast episodes. We are in the podcast now. Oh, it's just Sundays. No, you, 1 p.m. Eastern. We're only releasing three episodes a month. That's what I'm trying to say. We're not doing oh. four podcasts a month anymore. It's three a month. Okay, not important. How no, is it kidding. not go important? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Uh, so the fourth podcast, or the fourth Sunday of every month, or I guess it'd be the first Sunday of the month, there wouldn't be a new one because we wouldn't be recording it the fourth one, right? You're getting way into the weeds. Okay, this episode, when's it going to come out, Nate? It doesn't matter. It comes out three next Three times week. a week. It comes out next yeah. week. So if we're recording the last Sunday of the month, the first Sunday of the month, that one will not be an episode. Anyways, there's going to be three Every episodes Every once in a while, a there's not going to be an episode. But but the reason I bring it up here is because that's where we're going to get a little bit more, I don't know, chaotic, I guess, with the characters and actually have people in chat help us not just give us ideas, but we want them to be making the decisions. We want them to be rolling the dice. We want them to be picking the different backgrounds and stuff. And so we're going to be playing with that, and, and it's going to be a more loose format. As, as if we're not already pretty loose with what we do here. But the episodes we're releasing here, we're going to be sticking to the three basics of bringing a race, a background, and a class. class. <laughs> I almost forgot what the third thing was. And bringing a class. Um, yeah. I just wanted to clarify that. Sorry I wanted the podcasters to know. God. It's okay. If they, if they followed us, they'd learn. Wow. I'm not trying to punish them for, you know, doing what they're comfortable with doing because that's where I want to meet them where they're at, Nathan. No, they come, everyone comes to me. Gross. That's it's not even a lie. When I show up to family events, like my wife's got a very big family, I go right to the bar and or food and whoever's there, if they want to say hi to me, they can fun, <laughs> come say hi Jesus. to me. <laughs> You're the worst. The actual worst. Anyways. Okay. I think that's it. Anything else you want to talk about in the intro up front, up top, with all the all the people? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay, great. Well, then I think it's uh, time to get into it, right? We spent enough time just lollygagging, talking about pants and podcasts. <coughs> Pant, dude, we should make a podcast called Pants and Podcasts. <laughs> podcasts and panting. Where panting and oh no, panting y- is something different. No, don't do that. <laughs> That'd be weird. But we could be like a pant review podcast where we have to review something right. that people usually want to see, but we'll never show you what they look like. The pa- Wait, we're just describing pants? Yeah, because most people like, you know, if you want to buy, if you're going to buy a pair of pants, you want to see what they look like. But we're going to be strictly audio format, reviewing different kinds of pants <laughs> and doing our best to describe them to you. And then you decide if you want to buy them or not. Wow. Man, we could offer it as a service to like Etsy stores and places that are trying to get more, more pants sales. <laughs> Are there independent pants people? I don't know. I came into this conversation, this podcast episode, ready to make a D&D character, not do a full dissertation on pants. I'm going to Etsy. Okay. Don't well, while pants. you do that, <laughs> I think we should get ready to hop into the character. Hold on. People, there's a lot. Oh, these aren't jeans. Woof. These are like hippie dippy pants, you know, like real what? flowy yoga kind of pants. Are we? Is this the beginning? Is this the trailer for our pants podcast where you're trying to describe them to me? Yeah. I if don't. I say hippy dippy, what does that mean? What does that put in your eyes? That it ages you a decade. <laughs> That's what it does. It makes me see you as a boomer. As, <laughs> damn. 1981's not boomer if I was a decade okay, sooner. Okay, two decades. Are the 70s? Do the boomers really go into the 70s? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think 
I think we're we we have officially explored. We can talk about pants more. Maybe we'll talk about the characters' pants. No, it doesn't sound like fun. You're not fun. You know, everyone has an opinion. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> everyone has one. Let's get into the character. Lloyd note, RNGPC is now part of the Limit Break Radio Network of Shows. Joining podcasts like Let's Play Daily Gaming News, a five-minute podcast Monday through Friday going over the latest in gaming. Along with RNGMT, a podcast dedicated to women in gaming. For more information on the LBR network of shows head on over to LimitBreakRadio.com. Thank you for your time, now let's get back to these chuckle fucks. I mean Nathan and Jake. Okay, alright, now we're here. Um, so, this week it was my character, is what we decided, because it's back on odds, right? And I'm doing every odd one, you're Correct. doing the even ones? Yes. Cool. Um, I, I don't know if you remember this, but I only remembered it when I was halfway through building uh, a character. Um, I'm doing a mid-max thing, remember that? Remember how I was doing every class, I wanted to at least try and do a min-maxed version of it, Remember? No, I don't remember. You remember that? Well, I'm reminding you. This is this is your reminder. That's what I was doing. So that's what I'm still still doing. Still doing that. Chica chica. That's from- proceed. <laughs> wow, love the energy. Love this. Love this for both of us. <laughs> um, yeah. So I the last one I did was druid. I believe that was Sumpf, the the spooky swamp thing druid person. The, the druid of spores that was like full nature boy um, okay. or yeah and so now I'm on to fighter and what I will say here I, I think I kind of broke I don't know about broke my own rules there's no real rules when it really comes to um, how we're doing this I would say um, but what I did is I found the background I kind of liked first and then I was trying to find a way um, to build around that. Does that make sense? Instead of like starting with the fighter class. So I didn't want to change the background once I remembered I was doing this, but I think it still works. Okay. So to that point, the background I went with is failed merchant, <laughs> which okay. is not from our normal source of homebrewed backgrounds. I actually looked at the wiki dot and they've updated a lot. They've added a lot more content to the wiki dot from other, um, official D&D books and like sources and stuff. So okay. this is from what book is it? Sorry, it's the Acquisitions Incorporated. Yes, that there it is. So that is a book. That's a book. <laughs> there's, there's it's a more cartoony book and I think it's actually um made from like uh um what was I going to say? A podcast or some sort of like if you if you look up the book Acquisitions Incorporated, it's essentially about making your D and D campaign like a business model. So it's like it's okay. you as within within as an adventurer as a character, you are trying to make a living and like make a business out of being an adventurer. <laughs> and so it's Dope. like it, it's more kind of quirky like that, um, which I thought was fun. So. I found this, and I just thought it was kind of funny that this is someone that failed at business and is now like, you know what, fuck, I'm gonna be an adventurer. <laughs> like, I try, I tried to be a normal business, it didn't work, and now in some way, shape, or form, I fucking, I guess, I guess I'm gonna go okay. out here. Um, 
And it comes with skill proficiencies and investigation and persuasion. And the only reason I'm bringing those up is because that's usually what I use when min-maxing to try and find a well-rounded um, skills that you wouldn't get from the other parts of being a fighter. Um, so, yeah, that's why I got Fail Merchant. I'm excited to kind of uh, – here, I'll read through it. Um, maybe you come from a long line of merchants. Perhaps you are an entrepreneur. Regardless, your ventures ended poorly, whether it was because of outside influence, bad luck, or simply because your business acumen was weak. You lost everything. With failure, however... You suck. What? What word did I make? No. Oh, I'm I, saying that... this person sucks. <laughs> I'm so used to you just <laughs> negging me while I'm reading. I was like, what? What did I say wrong? <laughs> no, no there are a lot of two-syllable words I, in I there. acumen I said right. <laughs> <laughs> um, with failure comes experience uh, you're free of that old life having made some connections and learned your lessons uh, prepared to pursue the life of an adventurer your insight into the world of commerce brought you into a sphere of the acquisition incorporated um, which I'm assuming is like maybe that's like a big business within the world in some way I don't think we need to fully take that um, and it just says and a franchise might just be in your future. So it sounds like this book, they literally have adventuring groups be franchises of a larger company <laughs> that go Yeah, up. it's like McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, in some way, it feels like. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was kind of fun. So that's where when I was saying like I not cheated, but like changed my my own rules a little bit. Um it's just because I, I found this and I wanted to use it. But like I was saying, for uh the background itself. Um, it does look like it will give you, um, what's it called? Different type of, of skill proficiencies that I don't think you would get from uh, fighter because I don't think there's many persuasion and or uh, investigation type things from fighter. So okay, that is where we're at. And then um, I went with. I'm trying to. I'll go with fighter next. I'll, I'll go into explaining why I went with fighter because I went with battle master. So I wanted to be a battle master fighter because there's a lot of different subsets of fighter, but I feel like battle master is one of, if not the the most like specific or archetypal. What's it, like your generic back uh, background for a fighter? They're just somebody okay. that is has battle maneuvers. You have superiority dice. You do certain things um, in in combat that allow you to. Um, I don't know. Like some of the maneuvers, maneuvers are like you can knock somebody down. You can knock things out of their hands. You can defend other people around you. You use your d- dice in a way to uh, make combat more of a thing for you. Um, in a way, I, I always forget that I just read these anyways. <laughs> uh, so here's the description of it. Those who emulate this archetype battle master uh, employ martial techniques passed down through generations. To a battle master, uh, combat is an academic field, sometimes including subjects beyond battle, such as weapon smithing and calligraphy. Um, not every fighter absorbs the lessons of history, theory, and artistry that are reflected in the battle master archetype, but those who do are well-rounded fighters uh, of a great skill and knowledge. And this is from the player's handbook. So, like, this is one of the first and like OG fighter um, like classes. Okay. Have any questions? Dope. And no. fully understanding everything so far. So far, so good. Great. Um. Cool. So, and then through that, I went with human as the next thing. Because, human. Yes. Because I, I was trying to find, let me just open. I wanted to go with the human variant instead of just plus ones to everything. Again, with trying to uh, min max with a battle master, most of your maneuvers will need a dex and or strength save. So I was like, okay, which, how do I want to build this? And I thought if I could choose a feat, 
which comes with a variant of human, that there would be some fun aspects to also add in on top of maneuvers. So in a fight, just having another element you can kind of do. So like, here, let me just click on one of the maneuvers I was kind of thinking of using for this character. They have something called brace. So as a, as a battle master, when a creature you can see moves into your reach with a melee weapon, uh, and you have a melee, I'm sorry, when they move into your reach and you have a melee weapon out, you can use your reaction to attack them. So usually in combat, it's if they move over. Where is this? Um, so if you go under maneuvers, so under battle master. Oh, I see. And then you click on, there's a bunch of maneuvers you can select from. You only get oh. three you can have as a battle master, so you can check these however you want. And the build gotcha. I wanted this to be for my characters, I wanted it to be a strength-based attack as much as you can fighter so like doing as much damage being up in close combat and like trying to just be a brawler um and so with the maneuver brace you can attack a creature when they move into your range not just out of it usually in combat it's when somebody flees you get an attack of opportunity with literally the maneuver of brace it means if anybody moves even towards you you can use your reaction to attack them and then there's other ones about like there's tripping attack when you whenever you attack somebody you can try and knock them prone which again as a as a fighter when you get to fifth level you get an extra attack so if on your first attack you're able to trip them then you have advantage on your next melee attack like that that level of just being able to min max those things into each other because then when i was going through the human variant um you get to select a um feature or a feat as a, a thing instead of taking plus ones to everything. And, mm-hmm. and the feat I found that I thought would be fun is called Crusher. <laughs> okay. It says, uh, you are practiced in the art of crushing your enemies, granting you the following benefits. One, it increases your strength or constitution by one. But again, wanting to be a strength-based individual, um, I am going to make it so that it is plus one to strength. And then once per turn, when you hit a creature with an attack that deals bludgeoning damage, you can move it five feet to an unoccupied space, provided the target has no more is no more than one size larger than you. So you can literally move things out of your way. Um, okay. And then on top of that, what I really liked and why I wanted to focus on attacking as much as possible is when you score a critical hit with bludgeoning damage on a creature, the attack roll against this creature, uh, any attack roll against that creature afterwards is made with advantage. So essentially you okay. daze this creature if you crit it to the point where then yeah. anyone else that can, that can attack it gets advantage on those attacks. Nice. So it's, it was just a really, again, like how many times can I build up having advantage, trying to crit, trying to get to this place um, of being able to really just, make this uh make the creatures as vulnerable as possible so yeah. that was my thought with going with human because with the human uh variant it allows you to gain uh, uh i'm sorry you increase two different ability scores by one and i feel like putting it into decks and strength as the plus ones plus the plus one from crusher into strength this is just going to be a big brooding i'm imagining the rock like <laughs> i want okay. i want a human that looks like the rock <laughs> that is Jesus. that is also a failed businessman <laughs> That is now like, okay, okay, I've tried to be professional. Now I'm just going to go and, I guess, be a professional crusher. I crush things. <laughs> like that is... I tried to make a good tequila. didn't work out. <laughs> exactly. Alternate universe. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I brought. I brought those things. Because I thought it was kind of, I don't know, I thought it would be fun to have a strength-based fighter that is just a, a brooding giant person. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. I like it. Okay. I guess. <laughs> I guess. 
See, and because that's the thing too is I feel like fighters are one of those types of classes that, to some people, and 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 I get it, feel boring. They feel like oh, okay, you're just you're the weapon guy. You just do all the attacks with the the weapons, and it's like. Yeah, and and there's and there's some there's been some change. I know we made an Echo Knight at one point that was like a fighter, and that was kind of a fun ability to be able to move around and like teleport to different things and have other people out there. But I think there's a way, especially with Battle Master, like if you look through some of these maneuvers, that you can really get a lot of different fun things you do throughout combat. Like in combat, it be, that becomes when you're, I don't know, at your peak when you're doing the most uh, stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Cool. So let's just get to rolling because I feel like I've been talking a lot. Okay. So I would like to roll on failed merchant first because I think this is going to be not the most difficult, but the most interesting part of really figuring out what this character is because I know I want him to be a fighter, but I have no idea what they failed at. Oh. Okay. Um. There's a feature here. Can you read that, Nate? Can you read the feature within the? Sure, the feature says supply chain. From your time as a merchant, you retain connections with wholesalers, suppliers, and other merchants and entrepreneurs. You can call upon these connections when looking for items or information. Great. So that's really nice. It's, it's like having... Serious in the business. Right. It's like having a criminal background. Being like, yeah, you can find criminals. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I can find wholesale suppliers of wheatgrass if I need it. Yeah, but listen, asshole, I know this is not wholesale price. <laughs> You're marking up at least 50% right now, and I'm not going to have it. <laughs> I would even just when 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 Billy when Billy fucking I don't know Butler when Paul when Paul with the pants charges only <laughs> you know a twenty percent markup why would I buy pants from you I don't want Pauly pants I'm a, oh actually I do want yeah. Pauly pants I don't want these Gucci pants yeah. that are way too expensive yeah Gary with Gucci ooh Gary with the Gucci pants yeah charging me fifty percent markup does, does Gucci make pants. Gucci makes everything. Do they? I haven't seen the the House of Gucci. We're movie, too poor so. to know, um, but Gucci makes everything. <laughs> um, okay, so would you like to do the first roll then, sir, on personality trait? You want me to do it for the personality trait? Yeah. Break break our D eight. Break our dice rolling uh, uh, dry spell. I'm gonna roll your dice that you got me since this is your character. Aw, those are cool. Those are the they were like the red ones, right? The red and uh, yeah. yeah. I rolled a four. Okay. Oh, this is the... God, I... <laughs> this is, first off, caveat, one of the words I'm about to read could not be more untrue. <laughs> the biggest lie in America. That might be arguable, but it's only a top five. Biggest lie in America, biggest lie in America. Says, as there's currently a whole thing revolving around the big lie. <laughs> top five biggest lie in America. The customer is always right. Wow. I think it says a lot about you that that's how strongly you feel about. It's not true. So just just to recap, the personality trait is that the customer is always right. God damn it! <laughs> I honestly kind of like that though because imagine how many role playing decisions you can make around that. Like as an individual, <sighs> what that says I'm about so about you <laughs> as a person. <laughs> okay, all right. Let me roll ideal. I got a d six for this one. Um, I'm going to roll the nice new colored die I got. Ooh, I rolled a six and that's redemption. Too many people consider me a failure. So I need to prove them wrong. Wow. That comes with an, yeah, any, well, you know, it's like, you know, what's not going to help you <laughs> telling the customer they're always right. <laughs> but see what's fun. And we'll get into this more when we're trying to figure out the story. But like, 
the customer in this scenario is going to be the person that you're helping. It's going to be the person that in some ways hired you to do a job, right? And especially since this alignment is any, we can really figure out, it's like, okay, they're not going to be somebody that's like, oh, I'm good, but this person that wants to hire us wants us to go clear out this village of, of I don't know, fairies that I might feel bad about killing. It's like, nope, they're always right, and this is what they want, and they're paying me, and I need to, we need to, I need to be a better business person. So, Jesus do it. Burn down that forest. <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, All right. Okay. Uh, roll the bond. I'm going to do the bond. I also rolled a six. Oh. I owe a, da- I owe a dangerous person a lot of money. As long as they're happy, they let my debt rest unpaid. Yeah. Let my debt rest unpaid. Okay. I like that. Because- so as long as the person I owe money is happy, they're not too concerned about me paying them promptly. Right. That's how I interpreted that. I like that, too, because that feels like it's it's um, it gives us a character. It gives us somebody else. That we can tie to that is is doing things in the background. So, good roll, sir. All right, good you're roll. Up next. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just drinking my coffee. Good God. Okay. <laughs> um, rolling the flaw. I haven't read through any of these. I don't want to. Just give me the one I want. Ooh, one. <laughs> Number one is why spend gold here when you can buy the same thing for copper in the next town. So they're stingy. So they're stingy. Yeah. Is what I is what I kind of take from that. Yeah, they were always looking for a deal. Always looking for a deal, and always trying to undercut, and always trying to, yeah. or or it's even kind of like what we're talking about with the pants, right? Why have more than two pairs of pants when uh, you can just have one pair of pants, or the two pairs of pants, and then uh, you just buy a new pair when when you have to. Sure. So like they like well I'm just saying like they wouldn't necessarily be trying to get the nicest of things. They're not trying to yeah. in some way be like super shiny boy, give me all the attention and like I I am better because the, my things I use are better. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So that is all of those and the next thing then we need to roll on are the stats. And so again here with doing min maxing, I want to roll or we roll is it 6? Yes, 6 stats and then we place them. All right. Yep. Okay. Um, I just rolled the flosser, so you can go ahead and roll the first of the six. Roll four. We'll take away the lowest. I'm curious if you want to try something really crazy or not. Oh. What if I roll four d six, and I use your d six and the set you got me, and I always remove that die? Why? Why even roll that one then? Just just roll the three. It's not chaos. Just roll three then. Chaos. The chaos would be just rolling three dice and just taking whatever that number is. Chaos. No, it's more fun that way. Is it? Four dice make more clackety noises. Okay, then do four dice and take the smallest. Or take the, yeah, take away the smallest. The smallest was is actually your die wow, in this there one. There we go. Proud of them. And you said you needed strength to be good, right? Yeah. Well, no, this, we're, we're placing them, though. We're, oh, that's right. We're that's not... right. Good, good. Jesus. Because this is only an eight. Whoa. See? But see, I'm also excited about this because <laughs> part of me innately was like, this person's dumb. I think this person is just <laughs> dumb. Their intelligence, I think, is just garbage. Okay. All right. I'm okay, rolling well, my There floor. you go. Okay. Um, what? You didn't tell, tell me the numbers you rolled, but all right. So I rolled a 6, 3. It's 3, 3, 2, 1. Oh, jeez. I rolled a 6, 3, 2, 1. So this is an 11. Because we take away the okay. 1. 5, 6. Yeah. All right. Rapid fire. I rolled a 4, a 4, a 4, and a 1. So 12. So 12. Okay. Wow. These are real numbers we are rolling here. Nothing crazy so far. 
Okay. Uh, I rolled a six, four, three, one, so a thirteen. We're slowly creeping up. Yep. yep. These so far are standard point by numbers. Yeah, I rolled a four, four, two, and a one. So ten. So that's ten. Okay. So essentially, all we need to really round this out now, finally, is uh, a nine. Right. <laughs> I guess. Oh, okay. All sixes. No. I rolled a five, three, three, two. So another eleven. This character sucks. This character is fine. We're done. I rolled just for fun. Yeah, what? I know. I like rolling. <laughs> um, Do what I want. Okay. But, but 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 what I will also say here is we get um, a plus one to strength from. Oh god, I'll let you do it. I'll, I won't type. Uh, we get a, we get a. Plus, <laughs> I always forget that we we are essentially having two people in a Google Doc trying to type the same thing as like having two children trying to write on a piece of paper with one pen. <laughs> like, it just doesn't work. Interesting. Interesting. Um, but we get a plus one to strength no matter what because of the uh, feet. The crusher feet, crusher, that, which comes from the variant of human. We do, we do have it where we can add a plus one to two stats of our choice uh, because of the human variant as well. I, I think I would like them in strength and dex, but that other plus one doesn't have to go into dex. Um, so let's kind of look. So I think we want the thirteen in strength because again, that is the main main thing we're doing. So that would at least give us a okay. fourteen strength. Okay. And then, honestly, I think Khan might be better to have the 12 at. Okay. And then put one of the 11s in decks. Ooh, and see, now this is where it could be fun. Do we want, do I want, I know it's my character, but what do you think would be more fun? Putting the 8 in intelligence or charisma? Um... Intelligence, because I think only stupid ass people believe the customer is always right. <laughs> wow. Okay. I was gonna say it just gets like because I think charisma as being like a businessman might might be more important. Even if they're a failed businessman, they they would have better charisma. Um, yeah. Okay. So what do we have left here? Then we have the ten and an eleven left. Yeah. Okay. Let's put the ten in wisdom and an eleven in charisma. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Excuse me. So they're not very perceptive. Um, and, but the, so, so now looking at these other plus ones, I don't know if I honestly want to put another one in strength because that's just going to make it 15. And that doesn't really give us anything as far as like upping that another plus, yeah, another yeah. Uh, um, modifier. The modifier doesn't go up. The modifier will still be at the plus two. 14 is plus mm-hmm. two. Um, and unless we could put them both in strength, because it says choose. Nope, it's two different ability scores of your choice increased by one. Okay, so that means like Dex, it would be helpful, um, and charisma, and charisma, it would be helpful. Um, Dex goes towards your AC, so I think yeah, I think we do Dex and charisma. I think so too. Yeah, because then that means they're a plus two to strength, plus one to Dex, and plus one to charisma, and a plus two or plus one to con. Yeah, and then it's just wisdom's a zero and intelligence is a negative one. Looks good to me. It, n- nothing is crazy about this character. Nothing is like, wow, that's super like broken. What I think, what yeah. I think it means is just as far as like, they're not very book smart and they're not very great at reading people, but they have a good smile. <laughs> they like interacting with people, and they're they're somewhat athletic. They're they're uh, 
Yeah, I think this works. I think this is like the young rock. This is like the rock right after Scorpion King, the first movie. He was in fully as a CGI character, except for the beginning flashbacks. <laughs> Mm. Wait, that was no, the Mummy Returns. The Mummy Returns. Sorry, that was the Mummy Returns where he played the Scorpion. Before this is before he goes into the standalone Scorpion King film. Okay, right. so this is the Mummy Returns. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. You know what's funny? Kind of thinking about it now, I think, I think Arnold and The Rock had very similar journeys as far as like the first thing they're in. They didn't really talk much, and they were just kind of like, "Yeah, we just want your body." Can we just have your body? We just need you to look and then scream a little bit. Great. Cool. Thanks. And then they're like, maybe they can act. And then I was like, oh, wow. They can do one thing. They can just play themselves. Yep. They can do just one thing. <laughs> um. Okay. Do you want to recap then real quick? Sure. I can recap. All right. So... <clears throat> Um, we're trying to keep it simple for this episode. Um, so Jake brought, we bring in the basic ba- uh, background class and race to get us started back to, for our season three of RNGPC. Woot, woot. Um, so, <clears throat> so Jake brought the background of failed merchant, the class of fighter, and <clears throat> the race of human with a variant. And then he brought a feature called Crusher, um, which just affects kind of your combat. Doesn't, <clears throat> sorry, sorry. Wow. God. I, have a, I have a frog in my throat. Jeez, get it out of there. <clears> throat> <clears throat> okay great audio all right so that's what jake brought then we rolled on the failed merchant background we got personality trait the customer is always right gross we got ideal <laughs> redemption too many people consider me a failure so i need to prove them wrong which comes within any alignment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the bond i owe a dangerous person a lot of money but as long as they're happy they let my debt rest unpaid um flaw why spend gold here when you can buy the same thing for copper in the next town? And then we rolled in the stats, which we're min-maxing this bad boy. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. rolled just six stats and then placed them where it makes the most sense. Um, so at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we have strength with a 13 and a plus one to be 14. Dex with an 11 plus one equals 12. Con is 12. Intelligence is eight. Wisdom is 10. And then charisma gets the last uh, modifier, I guess. We rolled an 11, gave it a plus one to equal 12. Dope. And that's where we're at. You know, the thing I was <clears throat> even just listening back and that one thing that kind of jumped out to me is the flaw. I think we really need to focus on how we don't need to really. But one thing I would like, God, you're just typing that right down in there. I don't think everyone can see that. Let me scroll up for you. There you go. So Nathan wrote in the motivation and background, uh, the customer can suck my ass. That's how, that's how Nathan feels. <laughs> um, but no, what I was going to say is I think. Because, like, is that really a flaw? Like, I think we really need to emphasize on the fact that it's, like, what that actually means as a flaw for a person, right? Like, how how is it how is it bad that he constantly feels like he shouldn't be is, – is it just that everything comes down to micromanaging his budget? Or what do you think? Or am um, I thinking too much about this? I think it comes down to the fact that – um. I feel like they might be because they're. I mean, the charisma's a plus one. Um, I feel like you know why spend gold here when you buy the same thing for copper in the next town. I feel like that's also like a little bit of a gambling aspect. Sure. Like I feel like they always think there's a better deal somewhere else, okay. so therefore they never buy anything. Okay. 
which like as an adventurer someone who like refuses to buy potions because they think they can get them somewhere cheaper. else cheaper it's just not a good person to have around and, and we could try and you tie know? that into maybe this uh feature the supply chain thing right like uh you retain connections to wholesalers like you constantly are trying to maybe reach out to your people you're you always have a guy yeah. you always, like oh no, no 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 we don't need like no we don't need that here we I, I got a guy i know a guy i know a guy we can go to him he'll it'll be so much cheaper than here like so <laughs> maybe it's more so that it's and, and like i because I, I do like that i think it's the fact that they think they can always survive off what they have and not necessarily need to push it further yeah and i'm imagining like an uh adam sandler uncut gems kind of oh, person oh, oh. I, my shoulders tighten just thinking about the stress of that <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, yeah of course you just gave me money to go pay somebody else but what if instead of me taking that money to pay off the thing that i actually have to pay off i went and took that money first and made more money off of it and then i have money i can keep from that and i can give that money and of course i might lose all the money and then owe more people other money as well yeah but maybe not <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man um that's fun because I think the the, I, the reason I wanted to call it out is because I don't want it to be just another stingy character, right? Because that's I think it's easy to be like, oh, I just like gold and I want to keep all my gold to myself, and it's like it's a weird. No, I don't think that's why right. this person. That, I don't think that's why that's a flaw, right? You know, I think and I agree, and that's probably honestly, I think that is probably why they failed at business, right? So maybe it was they were trying to find like well, so. I want to put a pin in that because I think what would be fun now is to figure out what do we think the business they failed at was? What do you think would be a fun thing in a D&D world? <laughs> pants. Pa- pants. So we had a, a panter. What do they, what does somebody call that makes pants? Are they just a, a what's it? A, a clothing. What's the person that makes clothes called? Why can't I think of a tailor? Pantser. Pan- <laughs> <laughs> Their name's PETA. Hi, I'm PETA. And I'm the pantser. I make pants. I'm Peter the pantser. And now uh, yep. I don't make pants. Because uh, no one wanted my pants. <laughs> they were bad pants. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um... <laughs> it could be an old... Well, so that's the thing, too, is I, I at least what I didn't really want to delve into until I had some of these. So, like, last night, I, I tried not to find this connection. But for me, the things I think we should try to connect are why they went into business in the first place. Was it like a family thing or why that was a thing? And then why they now are this fighter, right? Like now that they have this, these abilities to actually be very good in combat to the point where it's like a chess game for them. Right. And it's like, I don't think you need to be intelligent to understand that. It just kind of comes naturally, right? They're like, I don't know. I don't know. They couldn't explain it to somebody else how to do the stuff they do in battle, but for some reason they can. And so I think in some way yeah. they should have at least had exposure to somebody that helped them learn these things. Does that make sense? Okay, then then um, if that's the case, they definitely sold some sort of armor or weaponry and were dealing with the military a lot. Okay. Well, because and, 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 I was also thinking, like, they could be a blacksmith or had been something like, like to along those lines of, like, trying to smell, smell trying to sell weaponry. Um, and maybe they just practiced with them a bunch and they had, like, because what we could say is he was the son of a, of a smithy of some person that was making weapons. And so they always, you know, saw the warriors and stuff coming in. They made friends with them and they kind of like watched them and like learned how they kind of did stuff. And then when their father or mother, whoever ran it passed away or it got passed down to them, they just ran into the ground because they never focused on the business aspect of it. And, but like knows people, they know some people, but didn't really understand. Oh, what do you mean? I need to order iron to make swords. 
Oh, I just there's just always swords here. So I just make the swords. I don't. What do you? Throw that dumb. <laughs> but just saying that, like in some way of like, because, and this is where I think the other thing that could help inform that is the bond, right? That he owes a dangerous person a lot of money. Is it? Is it maybe even just that like this dangerous person took their parent, and is like, you know what I think? Like, so, pulling from recent inspiration in my life, okay. Um. I think that the business was something that um, the family always wanted the son to take over at some point. Okay. So he was in, he was somewhat involved in the business, but his real heart and calling was to be a warrior, oh. which is why he worked out and got strong, which is why he practiced all the time with the weapons that were being made. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't anytime, – anytime anything technical with the business was being explained to him, like – you know, filling out the paperwork, you know, making sure you're ordering enough stuff so you don't run out all that, you know, the nitty gritty of the boring mm-hmm. numbers. He was zoned out, not paying attention, thinking about battle, thinking about dueling combat. Um, cause that's where he felt the most comfortable. That just came naturally to him. Um, the business aspect does not come naturally to the, to them. Yeah. I like that. I mean, and, and, and uh, I think that makes sense. And I think probably then how they probably went into business was they tried to approach it as a a battle, right? And so they were probably a little bit more aggressive, probably a little bit more like not and then not aggressive to the point where they got physical with people, but they would probably tried to bully people <laughs> more so than like yeah. actually negotiate with them or like have a, a a good connection with these people. Um, so then, are we good with putting like a stake in the ground that like it was weaponry? Their their business that failed was passed down to them. Cause I like that idea that they just weren't in it. They didn't want to do it. Um, and so the business of weaponry failed. Um, and it was like, maybe cause it could have even been like blacksmith. Cause I feel like when doing blacksmith like that gives an excuse for them to be a more physical specimen of some sort, right? Where they, they're, they're working out and their like strength enhancements aren't as crazy as like they needed to then find time to go do it. They could still have worked in the yeah. physical part of the Smithy and, grown natural strength um exactly okay so when the business do we think the business got passed down to him in parents passing away and them just retiring and saying here this is for you now or i'm just what so we think it failed because he never was paying attention to those details but well then why was he put in charge of it and do we think that yeah i would say i would say that there has to be some form of guilt because otherwise if he was given the option like if it came down to it and finally, Dad was like, "Son, I'm ready to retire. You're going to take over." Right. There, there could be that moment where he's like, "No, I'm not. I'm not going to. Sorry, I know you want me to, but I'm not." Right. So I feel like you have, we have to take that option away from this character, and um, there has to be. I think there's maybe some sort of guilt or some sort of feeling of obligation that they have to, right. and they have no other choice. Yeah, which I think is you know death. <laughs> I, I I agree, and that's where it's like I was kind of just trying to think maybe death. Death feels like the easy answer, which. Hey, maybe maybe that's just what we do. But it could have been a sudden death, right? Maybe they just ne- yeah, they could have gotten sick, right? Or or it came just been a heart attack, or they were working in the smithy and then like, oh no, it went under and things went bad. Or and see, this is the thing too is, or they've got black lung. Sure, got the black lung pop, like, like miners. <laughs> what? Did you ever see Zoolander? No, God. I don't watch bad movies. Zoolander is a classic. Does it? <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'm sure, it's great. Don't you dare talk shit on Zoolander. <laughs> He's a miner at one point in that. That's why you didn't get the moisture of the essence of wetness joke I made earlier. Ugh. Nope. Anyways, 
this is where I think though, in in their parents passing, this is where the bond can kind of come in of I owe a dangerous person a lot of money. Do we do we think this parent made this contract with whoever this dangerous person was and they just inherit it and then when they're unable to fulfill and like go through it, they take the business away from them in some way? I was thinking that that dangerous person could be someone that um, our character got involved with in like oh. an underground dueling ring. Okay, like that's how they that's how they scratch their itch of not being able to like leave their family and join the military. Yeah. They um, they they started getting involved in like, this underground like fight club kind of deal. I like that. And um, maybe they were maybe they were going to be paid a lot of money to throw a duel because mm-hmm. like some up and some like big guy from some other town was like I'm the greatest dueler ever and came to the city and it's like listen we know you're good you're undefeated in this town but this person's reputation has to prevail so we're going to pay you a lot to throw the game um, but they couldn't do that they couldn't bring themselves to do it. And the people who were betting uh, lost a lot of so money. It's a real Pulp Fiction-esque scenario here. Sure. I've never seen that movie from start to finish either. Well, so. you can watch it in any order. There's no real start or finish to it. So I know, but I don't know what you're Boom, referring zinga. to. I only know Uma Thurman does heroin or something. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, uh, Bruce Willis's character, and it's a fighter that um, the big bad guy pays to throw a fight, and then he doesn't, and they try and skip town. But that then incurs to everything else. Um, but I... I, I I like that because what that gives us is a reason why he loses the business because maybe then when he's unable to do that, they start coming after him and his family in some way, because like he could have been the head of this like thing now. And and if they're in a smaller town and he's just the Smithy in this local town that would always make weapons that would get sent off. And as like, maybe they, maybe they're like a, a training outpost, right? So they're not the main large city because they have some small, like there, there's something about, like uh, um, and the like the level of like not getting how dangerous these people are that just to me just kind of says he's from a smaller town. It's like he doesn't get it. He doesn't get that people would come in and literally take your life over something like this. <laughs> like people yeah. like do not fuck around. Um, so if they're like a small town that the smithy was like outside and would help the training facilities nearby, and they would always go and they'd watch these things, and they became kind of like more of like a physical brawler type because the thing too is with this character i think they have a lot of bludgeoning damage is what is what they would want to do so like they don't fight with swords per se i think it's more of like hammers and like mauls and yeah like spears and staffs and shit no 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 no. bludgeoning so like there i think what do you think you do with a staff okay a staff yes a staff you okay so i guess i was trying to think like of some like war hammer they used but i guess if they just used uh, a staff to kind of start like a uh uh What's the Ninja Turtle? Is it Leonardo that has this? The who does have the staff? I don't remember. Michelangelo is the nunchucks. The purple one has the staff. The purple one has the staff. So that's Leonardo has swords. Donatello's the red one, right? Because he's always angry and he's got the 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 the, the what are the the, the three pronged <laughs> weapons? The scythe thingies, whatever yeah. they're called. Yeah. So then the purple one has it. So that is not Leonardo. Leonardo's the blue one. Donatello's the red one. Leonardo's blue. Michelangelo's orange. orange. Raphael? No, Raphael's the red one. Donatello is Raphael's the... Raphael's red. Yes. So Donatello yeah. is the purple one. So he has the staff like Donatello. Okay, cool. Because I guess I was thinking more so like he needs this giant hammer. But maybe he builds up to getting a hammer at some point. Because like... I Yeah. And you know what this could kind of speak to too? Because this could be a fun thing of like why is it always bludgeoning damage? Why... Maybe he doesn't like blood. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't like cutting somebody and actually then it's like, no, nah, you know, it's, it's messy. I'm not trying to make a mess. I'm just trying to like prove that like, yeah, I fucking beat you. <laughs> like I am, 
I, it's it, for him. Maybe it's always about winning. Maybe maybe that's his thing. Yeah, it's never been about killing, right? Because that can tie into this flaw. Why spend gold here when I can buy it in the next town with copper? He wants to win. He wants to win that negotiation. He wants like no 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 no. I'm not going to spend what you want to spend. I need to bludgeon you into giving me what I want. And so I do that with like. So that's what it always comes to in some ways. I need to win, right? So like even with like the customers always right. That ties in because it's like. It's not so much that he believes that they're right, but like that's a rule for him where he's like, I win when the customer is happy, right? So in the scenario, when you come to me and pay me to do something, I win when you leave happy. So as long as you're happy, and, and that's usually because they think they're right and whatever they get makes them feel better, I'm oh, cool. That's a win for me. So they set the rules. They come to him and say, hey, we need X, Y, and Z. He's like, okay. By whatever means necessary, I will get you X, Y, and Z. That is what we'll do. And like, I think that speaks to this demeanor of like always having to win <laughs> in, in some okay. way. And so like with the bludgeoning thing, it's like, yeah, I don't want to kill people. I just want to win the fucking fight. Like, I don't, I don't like just, I will beat them into submission. <laughs> however, I need to do that. Um, okay. And I like then that ties into, right. Your thing with the, the person that wanted them to throw the fight. Um, so I'm excited. Okay, so what's concrete here? So, <laughs> yes, let's start. He <laughs> uh, he grew up under a a well known smithy weapon maker um, on a on a town in a smaller town, and would uh, uh, watch and deliver the weapons to like a training facility where he would then make friends and see see like probably like sparring like fights that these soldiers and knights guards would like do for like the surrounding kingdom and he always wanted to be more involved with that his father wanted to be more involved with the business uh (laughs) he wanted him to be more involved in the business uh aspect of uh the smith smithery um and he just didn't care he didn't like it he kind of picked up on it a little bit and he understands how money works and he he i think the one thing maybe he did like from his father the one thing he did like about his father was how good of a businessman he was how he did always leave the customers like coming back the the reason he had these big contracts and all these things was because his father was good at that but he didn't care about the artistry of making the weapons because i think what that'll do then is once he fails and loses this business he'll want to make a business out of adventuring because he's like well i know how to do that i didn't understand how to make weapons but I can be a good businessman and I can kick the shit out of people. So what if I tie those two things together? Um, so then once his father passes away, he feels trapped and stuck in this little town, having to run the smithy, not really making the stuff as well. There's a fighting ring that he maybe hears about in some way. And I think maybe he travels. So, you know, I, I thought I was envisioning granted it's your character. You can do what you want, but I was envisioning, he gets involved in the fighting ring before he takes over the business. Okay. Well, I guess I'm just trying to think if he's in this smaller town, would there be a fighting ring in the smaller? Like maybe it's like, maybe it could be a smaller town. It's only like a half day's travel right. to the next maybe, biggest yeah. town. So that's, I, I think that's, I, I don't know why, but it feels like I, I kind of want it to be something he keeps hidden from his family and, and stuff like that. And so it's easier if it's, if it's, yeah. So it's like a half day's away and he does get involved with this fighting ring and maybe he's even at the fight when his, his dad passes away and doesn't have to be the fight that he loses everything in, but like he's there and it's something he's not really proud of. Um, yeah. to some extent. Um, 
So while they're away, their father dies. And they are involved in the fighting ring before the, the, the father passes away. I, I'm okay with that. Because I think then it, it makes this this business that they're taking over feel more like um, it's preventing them from doing the stuff they want to be doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're involved in the in the fighting ring. And then father passes away. They're running the business. And it's doing fine, right? It's not like it's, it's prospering any. Um, it's enough to keep, like the lights on so to say or food on the table um yeah and then there's a fight they throw and i think then what what kind of happens because then we also have to remember that this bond is as long as they're happy they let my debt rest unpaid so i think the thing is they come back and say well you owe us money now oh wait no it's not even hang on as long as they're what if this is why he goes out and starts adventuring it's because these people that he owes money to have said well Okay, we're here to collect, but like we saw the way you actually can kick the shit out of people, and we have things we need done. So yeah. either we completely take over your whole business here and run you out of town and kill your family and take all the money you currently have, or you can go out and just do these things for us and not question it. You might want to get some people yeah. together. You might want to do whatever, you know, your thing and like do that. And so, like, as we meet our fighter, as we meet this person, they're doing it out of necessity to keep this person happy. But then slowly through, they're like, wait, I can make a business out of this. I can. Well, I just need to get out from under their thumb, and then I could go around and actually be doing this instead of having to do the smithy work. So the smithy's still there, but maybe it's being run by, I don't know, their younger sibling now um, in, some, in, in some fashion. Sure. Or it's on like a, just a hiatus or whatever. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But I think it still exists. Because I think have, having okay. that still exist makes it so that there's even more stakes for this character because it is like kind of a reminder of their father and like, well, sure they were never into it, but they don't want to be the reason it, it's completely gone. Um, yeah. So yeah. And yeah, then, then I think that's where we're at. Right. Was that, is that pretty much? Yes. <laughs> wow. I feel like I did. I did it. We made the rock. This is exactly what happened to the rock. Did you know that? Oh Yeah. yeah. And when he leaves the smithy, he's got seven bucks in his yep. pocket and never stops talking about mm-hmm. it for the rest of his it's, fucking they were, life. One, one in his pocket was in his fanny pack. Two, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had seven bucks in my name and I knew one day I wouldn't. Right? Isn't that his thing? I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, Sorry. No, you're fine. I think because I, I, I like this because it... It's not just your typical, I don't know, like it gives us a reason why they started for that shift, for that shift away from just doing business. And it wasn't like, well, that just failed. Now I guess I'm just going to start killing people for money. Um, So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then I think there there could be a certain amount, like maybe it's like 20,000 gold, right? Which is a shit ton. Yeah. So it's like you owe 200 platinum or 20,000 gold to this CD person. And then what I would say is, I would like if I'm a DM and you come to me with this, it's like, ooh, that CD person, great. That could be a thieves guild. It could be um, um, just a traveling fight ring that I kind of have, or it could be like a circus that just had like it, it gives me the as the DM options to create that character and give you an arc at some point. Give the, there's a there's an adventure for you and your group to have to go solve, but and it also gives yeah. me a way to give you missions. Right, this guy's like, hey, we just went through this town and blah blah, blah and you know. 
steal from this place. We got intel on this, and we need this taken care of. And again, the blackmail now is, as long as we're happy, I'm never going to collect on that debt. But just know, until you have the 20,000 gold to potentially just pay it off, you need to keep me happy. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and what, what can still then start happening is, again, the journey for this character could be, as they're doing those jobs, they start taking other jobs as well and realize they can make money outside of just the ones given to them. Because then I think comes to the crux point where they grow and they're like, I want to just do this and not have something hanging. I don't want to have the sort of Damocles hanging over my family <laughs> that could fall. The Huda, what about a Hadoba? The sort of Damocles is a, a, a reference to a, a Greek story where there's a guy that sits on the, on the throne and uh, there's a sword that hangs above him by, the, uh, by a hair and it could constantly fall at any point. Killing him, just making sure that all the decisions he makes are right or something. It's a... interesting. I've never heard of that Deus Ex Machina. Dos Ex Machina. That's the only. That's the only Greek thing I recognize as real. Not even like Zeus. Oh, he was definitely real. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's interesting? I'm sure people know this, but I I found it out. I don't know a couple months ago what the term uh, Deus Ex Machina actually stands for and why it it, it is what it is. Do you know what? Do you know? Do yeah. you know what it stands for? Off the top of my head, I do not know the literal okay. translation. I just know what how it functions in like right. cinema and art. And I I yeah. find it interesting, especially since we're in a story like podcast here, because it means God from the machine is what it literally, literally right. translates yeah. to. And where it came from was back in the day when Greeks were doing plays and stuff like this, when they couldn't think of an ending or a way to solve it or have the hero fix it, they would literally just lower yep. down somebody dressed as a god. They would solve the problem and then pull them back up. And so it was like literally yep. from the pulley machine, a god would come in, fix the problem, and then go away. <laughs> so it's yeah. like it literally is just God from the machine. <laughs> yep. Um, and I, I, I probably bring this up every time we talk about this little anecdote. But one of my favorite examples of this mm-hmm. is in the movie Dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah. at the ver- at the very end when that chest full of money comes out it's literally written on the chest mm-hmm. <laughs> well and that's that and that's the fun because like there's some other movies that do it um as well like even the matrix literally the 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 very last i guess not the last matrix anymore but matrix three revolution i think it was the big machine he talks to at the very end that puts him back into the matrix to fight mr smith if you ever watch it with subtitles on, the name of that machine is Deus Ex Machina. Really? Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> so, like, that's the name of that machine. And then there's the movie uh, adaptation written by Charlie Kaufman, who's the really weird, crazy out there guy that wrote Eternal Sunshine and being John Malkovich. An adaptation, it's literally a story about him. He is the main character, Charlie Kaufman, struggling to write an adaptation of a book. And so he goes to all these seminars on how to be a better writer and adapt a screenplay as the movie's watching him try to write a screenplay and Gross. at one point he goes to a lecture and in the lecture he's in his own head like why am i here this is and it's all through vo and then the vo is literally broken by the lecturer being like and don't you dare ever use voiceover it's lazy and cheap and blah blah and then and then as it goes on it explains why you should never use a deus ex machina and then in the film it uses a deus ex machina in the third act that comes out it's funny it, it sets up so many rules in a very serious way and then just by the end it's like wait did they Huh. <laughs> I think it's fun to just take those things and That sounds fucking terrible. It's a weird movie. All of Charlie Kaufman's movies are weird. <laughs> um but All okay, right. cool. So yeah, this is our character. I think there's somebody that will um be yeah, I think they have one younger sibling and a mom that are still left back in the small town. They send 
I mean, they're, they're in touch with them as much as they can, but the main thing is they want to be out there making sure that they're, um, maybe their family doesn't know either why they just left. So like, that's kind of a tension there because okay. I don't think, Possibly. I don't think they would want to go into or talk about this fighting ring thing because it would then eventually lead to why they weren't home when dad died. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Oh, I see you've, you've made a guess at the alignment. I've made a decision. Oh. Tell me more. Chaotic neutral. Yeah. I think that's that's. I mean, it's pretty much <laughs> all. Pretty much all of the <laughs> all of the best characters, I believe, because they're not evil, but they're not good. They don't give a shit. They're not doing shit for for the betterment of anything. <laughs> um, yeah. And there's, I mean, they don't they don't really follow laws. They don't care about yeah. Yep, they're just chaotic neutral. I like it. Um, I think they're a human, so their age is going to be let's say. 22. 25. Ooh. Let's split the difference. 24 and a half. No, 23 and a half. Yeah, 23. Um, 23.75. Ooh. <laughs> Three quarters of a year. Um, and I really do think I like the idea that this guy just looks like The Rock. <laughs> oh, my He's God. He's like our height. So what, is he Is he bald deliberately? Like, does he shave his head as a battle tactic? Um. So does he have any hair well, to pull I was going to say, I, I don't think it's necessarily just a battle type, but I think also being in a smithy all day, he doesn't like having long hair. But yeah, so I think he's bald. Um, I don't think he has any tattoos, though, but I think he is very broad. I think this is a very broad person. So, like, they're 6'3", and they have very broad shoulders. Um, they are... <laughs> so their strength is only... Okay. 14 which is only a plus two right. so i don't think they're jacked like the right. rock but they're definitely fit they're fit but that's what i was gonna say is like i think they want like athletic kind yes, of fit but they i think the thing is they they keep up a physical regiment to try and um build up more strength because i think that's the thing too is as this character levels up i think everything goes into strength every like anytime okay. you can't like that's it that's the only thing you care about you don't care about educating yourself you don't care about being more charismatic per se like Eventually, you want to get your strength uh, up to as much as it can be, because I think that's how they yeah. win. They win by being. Strong. You just want to do it better, faster, stronger. Yes. <laughs> Not even necessarily faster. That'd be Dex, but so yeah, bald, athletic. Um, I think they 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 can be like the uh, uh a tanned skin, kind of like uh the rocks skin color, and that like he's outside a bunch as well as also, you know. Could be from the America Samoa <laughs> general descent. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I'm trying to think what else. I think as far as what they wear, I think when they originally leave, their main um, stuff is all like from the smithy. Like I think even when they fought, like and would go into battle rings or the, into the whatever the like dueling pits were, their their general demeanor was just heavy leather. Um in in some way um so like the heavy leather leather apron and they have probably like um oh, i'm sure there's a name for it but like the mallet used to actually shape um weapons oh so they you're, so they look like a blacksmith yeah. or but, but at least to begin like before they go out and start buying stuff for themselves and actually start getting better armor and they, and they'll know good armor versus bad armor because again being a smithy like that's the thing i think they they're super Honed in. Oh wait, wait no! Fuck! He just takes some armor. He takes because I think fighters start. Can they start with armor? Let me see. Yeah, I don't know why we're making him a bum when he literally has a blacksmith yeah, shop I that he can steal that. armor. I from. forgot about that. Okay, 
Okay. <laughs> but I'm just trying to see what a fighter starts with. Because um, I, I think they they can wear some armor depending on their race. Um, yeah, but I, I feel like this person wouldn't wear heavy armor since, you know. Yep. <laughs> since, you know. You know. Yep. Exactly. Precisely. Um, weapons, armor. All armor and shields. So, there we go. So, yeah, I think they just kind of... Exactly. Eye of the Night just said in the chat, it's a ramshackle blacksmith shop. So, like, he, I think he just pulls a bunch of different things. <laughs> so, like, it's, none of it really matches, per se. Because, again, he's never cared about shiny or, like, looking necessarily the best. But, like, he, he kind of takes pieces of armor that he has at this point that aren't necessarily clean. Maybe they're scrapped in some way, but they were started. And so, like, he kind of doesn't really finish it to look perfect but like he builds up what he thinks he needs to go out into the world with <laughs> so it's kind of just like different colored and different like um designed pieces because that's never been important to him yeah they would not use their transmog in uh, world of warcraft what yep <laughs> <laughs> i don't get that joke in World in World of Warcraft, uh, later on, and I don't remember which expansion it was introduced in, but you could make the armor you are wearing look like other armor as long as you possessed oh. it. So a lot of people would go out and try to. So like I, I think you've played games where this matters. But like different armor has a different color, okay. like gray, green, blue, purple, and like the color depends on how powerful the weapon mm-hmm. is. Um, some people would go out li- and literally farm and pursue green or gray items just because of how they look so they can transmog their actual strong armor ah. that they're wearing to look like it. You know, just to match, m- make your character look whole. Interesting. It was called transmo- transmogging. Hmm. So, yeah, there you go. Now you well, know. The more you know. Updating the Blizzard em- ex-Blizzard employee on Blizzard products. Have that drink from a Blizzard mug. Mm. Yeah, me too. I'm wearing, using my Blizzard oh, mug today, too. Tans. Are you using tw- uh, the 2018 one or the 2017 uh, one? I have the 2016 one, actually. Oh, you got that far yeah. back? The, the, this nice. was I've, I've from their grad m- sale. I didn't go to the 2016 BlizzCon. Oh, I know yeah. you didn't, yeah. But I think you got me 17 from their garage right. sale. I think that's the one yeah. I have. Yeah. Um, but uh, all right, anyway. cool. So I think... <laughs> what are they, what's their name? What are they yeah. called? Sue? Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think... What if they're just John Smith? <laughs> I mean, the last name, I guess, would be Smith. I mean, it, it could be, yeah, it could be Smith. Um, so, um, they're a human and they're boring from a small town. And I feel like I'm trying to, in some, do you want to fucking call him John what Smith? It, what if it's that? Wayne Smith? Wayne, in some way, going in reference to Dwayne. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I feel Unless, like what, what, what if it's Johnson Well, that's Smith. why I went John Smith. Because I was like, John's the beginning part of that, but it's oh. not as on the nose. It could also be Rocky Smith. It could, could be. What if it's Wayne Rocky Smith? Is Rocky a nickname? Put that yeah. in like parentheses? Yeah. Because they hit like a rock. <laughs> Got it. I like it. And built like one, yep. too. Ish. Yeah, sure. Kind of built like one. They're not quite there It's yet, not but. the rock, but he's, you know. He's a failed entrepreneur that now wants to make a business out of beating the shit out of people. <laughs> yeah, it's like the rock stunt double. Yes. Who's also really <laughs> jacked. But anyway. Um, yeah. No, I like this. So it's Wayne Rocky Smith. 
they're out there in the world doing shit for this big bad that they owe a bunch of money to and then they find that they want to make a business out of adventuring in some way and doesn't want to deal with their family that they potentially could lose the whole smithy for so yeah okay sweet dope um all right great i i man see the thing too that we don't really need to get into here but i am excited about and i would like people to if they ever did pick up and play this character is the maneuvers you can get into and because the as a battle master um you're the only one that gets these maneuvers but then when you go into a fighting style you can also take superior technique which gives you another uh maneuver and then another superiority dice to use i think you could you could really just build (laughs) this whole character so that you you are so proficient within battle that you can attack whenever somebody essentially moves if anybody moves at you you attack them they move away from you you attack them there's then you can trip them make them fall what was there was one more sorry i I just wanted to go into this because this is the one thing where it's like you're just constantly knocking people down is 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 the main thing i wanted from this where uh where it is rip rip riptos riptos i think Sure. It says when a creature misses you with a melee attack, you can use your reaction to expend a superior die and attack them again. So, like, literally, there's so many things in here that make it so you can just constantly be hitting <laughs> and and just okay. going at them. That's what I was just kind of excited about with this character. Is like, no matter what happens against you on your turn, you could probably attack them back. Um, so, I think that's cool. That's what I would want from this character, just constantly hitting people. If there's a way to eventually get it so that your unarmored attacks can also be like weapons that would be dope that's what i would say to try and try and do with this character once you level it up but other than that yes i'm done sorry that was it that was the actual min maxing fighter part of it that i thought was dope but other than that i think we are ready to uh get back into the cd tavern oh man okay okay let's do it you ready yes sir Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, tonight on WWE Raw, we have Wayne Johnson going up against... I'm just kidding. We find ourselves at the CD Tavern. Um, on a normal day. In the world of Podcastria. Um, not much has changed since we've last been here. Um, the business itself is gotten into a solid routine um they rarely have to you know hire security to get rid of any crazy people um all of the roots and 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 branches and other you know outside life that this stranger brought in during you know the hall all all hollows eve festivities has been removed and the wood has been replaced that was damaged um and uh yeah, so it's I don't know. It's about to be dinner time. Sun's still in the sky, orange, orangey, beautiful colors up there, um, and everyone's about to kind of start coming in for maybe a dinner rush. Not too sure uh, what's what the night's going to be like, but we've got you know we've got some good competent people behind the bar. Um, you know we've got uh, who's working today. You know let's say that we've got. Um, Bar and Mary are working today. Um, and then, you know, as they're setting up, getting ready, people are starting to trickle in. The door opens up, and this really muscular, tall, leather-wearing man walks in. And what, what's, what do they do? 
So Wayne enters into this establishment and pushes open the doors and just kind of stands there and looks around, expecting attention, (laughs) expecting people to (laughs) notice him standing there. And he has a little bit of like a helm of some sort that's like a little bit of a helmet that doesn't look like it's all that well put together or taken care of. But he takes it off, revealing his bald head and kind of puts it under his arm and just kind of stands waiting for someone to interact with him, and then looks over at the bar and says, Hello! I Um, am here. And he walks over towards the bar. (laughs) And then he walks up to it, sets his helmet down, and looks right at Mary and goes, What's your name? Um, hi. Uh, Welcome to the CD Tavern. My name's Mary. I can can take care of you. What can I get for you? Thank you, Mary. Will. I don't know. I don't know how long I'll be here. I'm thinking I just would like, um, an ale. That sounds, that's right. That's normal. That's a normal thing to be having. Right? In a town like this? Having it. Right? You don't have, like, any sorts of special things you make around here? I'm not from here. I'm traveling through... And I'm just not curious. I'm curious if you. I don't know. Ale's fine. Ale's fine. It's been a long. It's been a long walk. About. Okay. We'll get. We'll get you an Great. ale. Um, bar, can you get one bar? One ale, please. Uh, going right up. And uh, bar, you know, takes a glass, fills it up, brings on over, and sets it down in between you and Mary, and goes, uh, one ale. Uh, there you go. Up. And then he kind of scurries away. Um, and Mary's like, well, Do you want anything to eat as well, or? Uh, perhaps. I'm... Uh, you have rooms here? Is this a, can I, like, do... This is an all-in-one, like, tavern. Yes? Where I can set up and, like, perhaps... Yes, you can stay here. We have rooms available right, you tonight. Do you have... Um, and he kind of looks around the place and is kind of like, I, I don't... Oh! And then he sees a, a message board that is kind of, like, has different, like, updates and different things up on a notice board, more so. It's like, ah! Yes, I more so am hoping to have uh, not necessarily a headquarters, but something where I can, I don't know. Yeah, yes, yes, this will do. This will do just fine, uh, um, Megan. I would love it um, if you... Mary. Sorry? My name's Mary. I, oh, of course. I apologize. My, I'm Wayne. Uh, uh, nice to meet you. And he grabs her hand and just kind of shakes it. Um... I have pleasure. She kind of pulls it yes. away. <laughs> Not like rudely, but like doesn't. Yes. Uh, um, I, food would be great. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to plan out a lot of things. And it's it's hard to do. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to do on such an empty stomach. So yes, food would be great. This air would be great. But how much is all of it? Um, are you staying here as well? Uh, I, yes. If 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 that is serviceable, if that is something, if there are rooms here, yes, there are rooms here tonight. The package for a room and a meal is three gold. A package. So, with that, does everything included? Three gold gets you this ale, a meal, and then a room. Yes, that's that is very interesting. Like, huh. I wonder if I could... Okay, yeah, uh, great. Uh, so two gold, and he pulls them out and kind of puts it up on the counter. Um, and that should cover it for now, and then if uh, 
I might look around for other sleeping arrangements if they might be cheaper. Is that all right? Okay, well, the food on itself is four gold. Wait. It's less than... The food's four... Okay, look. That's why it's a how, deal. But what you... All right, all right. Okay, look, I none of this is as important as <clears throat> what I need to do. So, I... I don't know. Okay, okay. How much? So what? What? Let's back up. How much for the ale? Uh, one gold. Okay, and then you're telling me everything is three gold if I just want to stay here as well. Correct. All right, that just seems easier. Here you go. Fine. And he just kind of places another gold on top of it and slides it over. Thank you. <sighs> All right, Mary. With um, with this bundle that I get, can I perhaps have a table? Where I can just kind of set up and have people approach and interact with me for the next, I don't know, few days or so. Inside? Well, well, yes, because it's a bit brisk out. And I think that would... No. It is brisk outside, yes. Well, I mean, you you guys are right here. It is brisk outside, but we don't don't allow other businesses to run within our business. (laughs) I'm not trying... Okay. I'm not trying to run a business. Per se, I am simply just trying to run interviews. I am trying to set up and find people that want, how to say, I don't know, to make make a difference of some sort. Those types of people come in and out of here all the time. I'm sure it wouldn't be I, too hard for you to find anything. Exactly. And so what I'm saying is it looks like if I set up right there under the notice board and I set up a nice little just kind of... Uh, ad uh, of some sort or notice or something just saying to talk to me and I'm right there it would be easiest I'd have to run it by Terrence but I don't see why if you're posted under the message board and not bothering people who don't want to be spoken to that would be an issue yeah of course I I don't want anybody that would not want to speak with me okay what do you have for food what is the food? I'm curious. Um, we've got greenery. If you just want a salad, if, you're, if that's Gross. more your taste, and we also have a bunch of meats and potatoes. Okay, just that's usually what just people meats. get. Do you do you have any? Yeah. Do you have any um, sorts of like venison or like game? Yeah, it's, the meat we have is gamey. Is game okay, but what kind of like? Because if I'm paying, I paid the three gold for it, right? So I feel like to some extent. I, it should at least be, like, is it a plethora, or is it just a smorgasbord of meat? I think as of right now, we do have some venison, um, as well as we just usually put some sausage on there, mm-hmm. and just, yeah, it's kind mm-hmm. of a smorgasbord just, with one main kind of meat. If you could just make sure the meat that is bought out is just gamey venison meat, that would be great. And, um, and then he kind of starts pulling out of his bag just, like, some scroll and, like, parchment and setting up like he's about to start writing in some way. Um, and that, that would be, that would be... That would be good. Just, just something like that. And uh, he starts sipping the ale and goes, mm, "This, that you're right. This is nothing special about this ale. It is just, mm, it's it'll do. Thank you." <laughs> kind of sits welcome. it down, and he starts writing away on this paper in front of him. So just the just a piece of venison. Well, well, with the rest of it, I'm just saying I don't want other meat in there. 
I want gamey meat. Look, I, I'm trying to maintain a physique of some sort. I don't know if you understand what it takes to go into a body of something like this. And he kind of just holds back for a second. Oh, wow. Thank you. I But to in order to maintain it, and, and I'm, I, I don't need to bore you. I know people don't generally care, but that's why I'm just trying to be more cautious, I would say, with what... Well, Bar eats whatever he wants, and I think he might be stronger than you. <laughs> uh, that uh, who is Bar? Is that what the gentleman who brought over the ale for you when you ordered it? Okay, it's not a, a. I'm just saying he eats whatever he wants. A, he's pretty he's big. A, he's I mean, a look at him. Orc. What does that matter? I'm saying they're built different. Oh, really? Yes. What does that mean? It means if I wanted to put him on his ass, where I would hit him would be different than if I did it for someone like yourself, which I would never, because you're a proper woman and lady. Good recovery. I'm just saying the way people look is not always uh, necessarily how we should measure what we think they're capable of. I'm just saying, Bar eats whatever he wants. And, you know, I think that probably comes from the half-Orcan descent, I would imagine. I'm saying I've... He's fully human. He just puts makeup on. I'm just that, kidding. That would almost be offensive. You're telling me he does orc face? <laughs> you're right. You know what? You're right. In this day and age? Anyway, I'll get... So, hold on. So, hold on. Let me just get this straight. I said you want just the venison, and you replied, "Well, with everything I've else." The potatoes. So do you want the whole fucking As plate well, of yes, meal? Yes, I'm fine with the carbs. I'm just saying the type of protein I like to intake is different. I didn't realize there'd be a whole dietary discussion happening in here. Well, you made it this way. So, do you want the fucking sausages that come with it or not, Marion? No, I just want venison, and then the meat. That's the meat. And that whatever the other potatoes and you said something about a salad that we can just skip right over. But the, if there's a gr- well, it doesn't come with it. That's a la carte. So. I don't. I, I don't even have a cart. How do you bring the food out? A la carte means you pay for it oh, separately. Uh, it's some elvish, I think. Fair. I apologize. I'm not as well versed in the service industry. Um, however, I don't want it in a cart, out of a cart, by itself, separate together. No salad, meat, the potatoes, and then if there are some sorts of, I don't know, vitamin supplements or vegetables and some... What? Something to supplement in those vitamins. Like veggies. Greenery of... Oh, you want some vegetables? I don't, you tell me what comes with it. I didn't realize I have to build the whole thing. <laughs> so do you want the salad or not? Is the salad the only greenery? It's got some cucumbers just, on just it. Just the cucumbers. I don't like the leafy shit. So you just want a bowl of cucumbers? With everything else. I really don't... And venison and potatoes. Are you judging what I am... That'll be 50 silver. I thought it was all included in the price. I told you the salad's a la carte. That's cucumber... Okay. Fine. I don't need the cucumbers. I f- How is this establishment still open if this is the way you interact with people that are giving you money? Most people tell me pretty straightforward what they want. You're the one making this uh, confusing. Well, I feel like it, it should be in your, I don't know, your job to make sure that it comes out as I want it. Well, you have to tell me how you want it. You can't say, I want just the meat and everything else. That's very contradicting statements. I, you know, fine. I just say, 
wouldn't be looking for anything more than that three gold at the end of this interaction. <laughs> then you're going to get an ale, venison, only and meat, potatoes, only and meat, the other, and then the potatoes, yes. and potatoes. Is that also in a cart? Yeah, the carbs. No, that comes, that's part of Great. the dish. And then a room. You should really have a menu with all of this. That's what you're getting then. for this three gold. Great. And that table. Perfect. Set up under the table. God damn it. Bar! I need fucking just venison and potatoes. Oh, oh, uh, okay, okay I'll, I'll let them know. And you can set up your table tomorrow. Oh, I'll put up the notice today and hang out there until... Okay, f- thank you, Mary. You're welcome. She perks up. That'll be out and I guess, I don't know, how do you want it cooked? It does not matter. Perfect, because you're not going to get it that way anyway. All right, what so... What is um, this? Lord. What? This is a seedy tavern. Welcome. I have notes, I guess, is all I would say, but it does not matter. You can serve the purpose to me of what I need. So, great. And he just takes another sip of the ale, (laughs) sets it down, and then it just goes back to writing on the parchment. Perfect. Um, So a couple minutes later, Bar comes out with your food, sets it down in front of you, and goes, uh, here's your uh, venison and uh, potatoes. Uh, can I get you anything else? No, sir. I, uh, your name was Bart again? Thank you. I appreciate... Just Bar. Just... Okay. First name Bar, last name Tender. Why wouldn't it be? I'm Wayne Smith. Uh, you can call me Rocky. Whatever you want. You can call me nothing. I don't care if we interact again, unless you're potentially looking at coming out with me and helping me take care of the situation I need. So thank you. Well, I I wasn't going to say anything because I feel like it'd be unfair, but Mary said you wanted to arm wrestle. Uh, What? Mary said that the gentleman who ordered the venison and potatoes thinks he's stronger than me. And I laughed. I don't know if you heard me back there, but I bellowed pretty good. And uh, she said that you wanted to arm wrestle. No, I never was that the thing. I don't need to. You think you could? No, sir. Look, you are a mere. She told me to tell you that if you won, she'd give you a gold back. Did she? Did she actually say, where is nope. she? And he kind of stands up and looks. So this is there's money on this then. Do you have this gold? Or is she going to give it to um, me? Ma- Mary! He shouts. Uh, Mary comes out of the back and comes over and goes, uh, Yes, Bar? Tell the man what you told me in the back. Oh, well, I just uh, told him that, you know, if he wanted to prove himself that he could arm wrestle you and uh, he'd get a gold back if he won. You... You you think I would fall into something? I don't need to prove. Just show me the. Where's the gold? You have the gold. I'll, then we'll. This is seems like it's beneath this type of establishment. But I guess perhaps not. I. Mary pulls out a gold and twirls it between all four of her fingers. He moves the pages aside, moves his plates aside, takes off his shoulder plate, and just kind of puts his arm on the table. Goes, all right then. Fine. I don't need anything of this. I don't need to prove anything for me, but that gold will help me more than you know. So fine. <laughs> if this is what it's come to, oh. mere strength on strength, I have nothing that I will lose from this. 
So, please. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Bar gets, puts an elbow on the, on the bar top and holds his hand right. out. So, we take each other's hand. All right. Uh, Mary, do you want to do the countdown? Uh, yeah, sure. I can do it for you. She puts her hand on both of and yours. Now, well, two is. Two hands on both of your guys' hands that are locked I together. I don't want, if anything breaks here, your owner or whatever will not care, correct, of anything that might happen? This is fine to be correct. doing here? Right. Yeah. This is totally you, fine, Mary you're says. You're the ones that work here. All right. So she puts, she's got both her hands on your guys' uh, interlocked hands. She goes, okay, on the count of three, I'm going to let go, and uh, game is on. She goes, one, two... And as she's about to say three, the back door opens from the kitchen, but no one comes out. And all of a sudden, you hear a, t- a tiny little voice go, Hey, Mary, last time Bard did this with someone, he shattered their forearm. What are you people doing? Oh, um, uh, Terrence, this guy just he wanted to challenge me to an arm wrestling match. And I, I laughed, but Mary said he really wanted to, so... You I did not want do to challenge the anybody. I was told that I would earn a gold off of this. The establishment here seems to be giving away any sort of money to somebody that can defeat this bartender. Mary, let go of their hands. Bar, let go of his hand. There will be no arm wrestling again. I do not need to pay for someone's mending bill again with their shattered forearms and biceps and just the whole shoulder was gone. You would not have to worry about any of that. I am not... I mean, a gnome of some sorts. I've, but nevertheless, it is your your establishment. I, I respect you. I do not need to prove my strength here. So, Bar lets go, and Mary lets go, and everyone kind of, um, separates. Mary does one little like cool trick with the piece of gold in front of you and puts it back in her pocket. Um, and yeah, and then uh, Terrence comes up and drags a stool over. You hear it. As the wood scrapes on the ground, and he crawls up on top of the stool and goes, "Do you have everything you need, sir?" I uh, yes, it it took a bit of of. Uh, yes, I do. I don't mean to throw anyone or get anyone in trouble of of, of any sort, but yes, uh, thank you. I I was told when, I have a room, all of that. I'm going to post something on the notice board, and then I uh, plan to set up over there and perhaps just talk to some patrons that might be coming in and looking for some sort of work so that is <clears throat> all well, i need good sir well my name's terrence i'm the owner and don't worry no one's in trouble it's just that when nothing interesting is happening here the people my employees tend to try to make interesting things happen sometimes i don't know what they uh, want but anyway uh, i try to keep the riffraff out and the riffraff just gets made at home i guess i don't know whatever well, terrence my name is wayne um it is nice to, to meet you uh is the, is that successful for business? Or having your employees engage in those types of uh, I don't know taunting like experiences. You know what's successful for business? No, being the only business. Ah, uh, there's no other taverns around uh, for miles. Yes, yeah, right, right, uh, that's part of the reason I came in. I, I get it right off the the front entrance right here from the south. Exactly. Oh, well. Uh, that's all for me. I mean, the ale's pretty average, but Mary said it was going to be, so that's fine, and the venison was good. So you have no complaints here from me, Terrence. I appreciate a well-run business like this, and uh, 
I good. I'm glad. Stay out of trouble, and you won't have any complaints from me either. He starts crawling back down the stool. All right. <clears throat> well, he kind of holds up the paper now that he's been writing on this whole time, and you can see it's it's written like a third grader. <laughs> it is not very well, okay. not good handwriting to to any extent. But on it, it just kind of says, "People needed for adventures must have," and then it just lists access to magic big muscles uh uh uh, good with weapons (laughs) also (laughs) healing question mark (laughs) and he's like nice and he walks over to the board puts it up he comes back grabs his ale and he's just like uh miss uh miss may mary marion uh i'm done these can be taken away uh and uh good orc half orc bar sir uh, bring another ale to that table, if you will. Thank you. And he kind of then just grabs his ale and walks away um, and sits down over the table, just kind of sitting now under his sign um, and waiting for people to approach. All right. Um, yeah, Bar brings you another ale, holds out a hand, tells you 50 silver. This isn't included? You already had your included one. This should... <sighs> Fine. Just can you put it on the room? Is that the thing? You want me to go on the roof and put it on top oh, of your room? Wow. Okay. And he just kind of digs through and hands him a little less than 50 silver. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and he walks away. And scene. <laughs> Yikes. I also love that I always forget that you don't really understand how the, the price dynamics work as far as, like, 50 silver is essentially five gold. I knew you meant it as, like, what? 50 cents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the ratio is copper is the... 10 silver is yes. one gold? Copper oh. is the lowest. 10 copper equal one silver. And then silver, 10 silver equal one gold. And then gold. That's one stupid. Gold. Why isn't it hundreds like everything because else? Because that's it's more of like a metric like system where it's tens and tens and tens. Well, I'm American. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's <laughs> yep. It's not it's not confusing. It's real it's it's all just tens. It's not <laughs> hundreds, baby. <laughs> I only deal in hundos. <laughs> I wasn't gonna I mean, whatever. I knew what you meant in the moment that you meant essentially a half a gold. So I was like, okay, you mean yes. five silver, but yeah. You know, plus, bar saying it makes more Fuck sense. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? You know what was awful is what is. I don't know what it is. I need to get better, and I think it's because again, it's the first voice back. I instantly, you know, I said I, I when I was practicing the voice before, I was like, I don't even remember what Andrin sounds like. As soon as I started, I was like, oh fuck, it's yep. this. This is there this is. is my. I am performing. Hello, this is my like. I it just wasn't. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I was like, why is this is what I go to? <laughs> uh but um yeah, no, I think I think what I found and I didn't realize until I was in the moment, the the what is it, the ideal or no, what is it? The personality trait, the customer's always right. I forget how that plays into then how they interact with people in the service industry. <laughs> yeah. And I and as soon as I started doing it, I was like, mmm. Mm, yeah no he's definitely gonna be upset that like he he will expect things to be done exactly his way <laughs> and it's like yep. gross which is why i chose mary because she's no bullshit yeah, oh jeez, oh, yeah she doesn't put up yeah. any bullshit oh man but no i think 
I think I, I kind of liked the idea that this guy is like a performer, like everything to him, to some extent, like is a part of his brand, part of his business and building these things. And like, okay, so like, I, I want to be out here and I want people like, I don't think he feels like he needs to fight the biggest guy in the room, but he has the confidence that he could. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I, I don't think he's trying to showboat yeah. it because I think for him, even with his strength, it's more of like being able, knowing that he could is more valuable to him than actually feeling like he has, has to. Um, yeah. So yeah, because I, I think there, there you can, he definitely could get goaded into something like that. And as soon as money then is also on the line, it's like, oh yeah, now these are checking multiple boxes. Of course I will engage in this. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I wanted to fuck and with you a little I bit. Think, I think this would be just a kind of a fun like leader. Like it does kind of remind me of the Andoran character I played with having these motivations of trying to build this group around an idea of what he wants it to be. And I think to that though, it wouldn't be so much of this ideal of, Oh, we are good and we are heroes and we do what is right. And like morally correct. His would be driven strictly by success and financial like gains of, of the company of, of him having this group uh, of some sort so that he could one pay off the debt and just do whatever these uh, uh, dangerous people wanted him to do that. He owes money. And then from that point, he's been like, well, I'm not good at making, you know, weaponry like my father was, but yeah, I could make money this way. And that's, and there's something about that that I inherently want. So <laughs> I think that that's where it would at least be different for me. I think that's the fun aspect of it is that he would want this essentially a venturing group to be a successful business. Gotcha. All right. Do you have any final thoughts or, or, or notes? Nope. Great. Good content. Follow, follow <laughs> us on Twitch. Um, yeah. That's all we got to say. As far as, as far as all that goes. Yeah. Well, uh, it's a new season, new us. Um, Twitch is where we're going to be streaming the most consistently on Sundays. Um, but other than that, I think that's it. We are in the uh, outro, everybody. So let us know what you thought of Wayne Rocky Smith as a min-maxed uh, fighter. The best way to do that is you can still reach us through email, which is rngpcpodcast at gmail.com. And you just did that. You dick. <laughs> and I can't even undo it. Somebody deleted the fucking outro as I'm reading it. Wonder who. Uh, you can also connect with us on our social media pages, which is at RNG underscore PC for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the tickiest of talks. Um, but again, most importantly is our Twitch, where we stream every Sunday. Um, and yeah, so just come hang out with us there. Um, that's where we have a lot of in-between kind of stuff, and we'll interact with y'all with any ideas you might have. And the last Sunday of every month, we do a Twitch-only uh, stream where we build out a little bit more crazy ideas for either characters or even we're talking about potentially having um, what world-building world type stuff. I was going to say, like, establishment building um, for different things like that. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's over at twitch.tv slash RNG underscore PC, um, and come hang out with us there. And we're excited uh, to get back into this and... Uh, be hanging out with y'all in the CD Tavern. So until next time, um, keep rolling and keep playing, y'all. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.